<laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mishi, Boo Boo, M. Sager, Michelle, and you are tuned in to COTM Radio. Hey, what's good? What's good? This is M. Sager in your hood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I thank you so much for um, just an opportunity, Lord, to um, just be mindful of you, God, in such a specific way. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would just take this time, God, and that you would be glorified through it, Lord. I pray that we'd have fun and that we would just learn more about you and who you are. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Nice. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, for those of you that do not know, we are sitting down with the wonderful, elegant, warm, soft, yes. so elegant. yet fiery <laughs> Pastor Michelle. Yeah. Um, she has mentored so many people in the house that we claim home and um, has been a, a big part of this house. And, uh, you know, it's great that we talked about Legacy last Fortify because, you know, based on how Fortify came in timing-wise for COTM, the legacy of Fortify, ergo the legacy of you and Trey, mm-hmm. will forever be etched into COTM, yeah. um, what we do, how we do it. Yeah, um, even if it's just the smallest piece, it will be there. So I really yeah. appreciate you. I appreciate your yes yeah. and your time for being able to sit down with us and be on here. That's cool. Can we just go back to the part where you said I'm elegant? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have an awesome elegant bun. And she makes the best chocolate chip cookies. Hey, oh, my gosh. Just oh, my I don't gosh. even like chocolate chip, bro. But you and eat those. Eat She's those got, cookies. Yes. That's crazy. It's because they're more cake than chocolate chip. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. She's like... <laughs> She's like, if Martha Stewart was, like, Mexican, that's how I'd see Michelle. Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) Perfect mix of, like, family tradition (laughs) with, like, the ability to actually be able to cook things. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Thank you for being on here. So, I guess, you know, a good place to start is just, you know, give us a little bit about yourself. So... The message that is me, I I think my greatest gift is I have the gift of gab and I love people and can talk to anybody. Okay. And the reason that I'm I'm who I am is because of the things that I've been through. So when I was a child, my parents got divorced at a very I was a very young age, eight years old. And I used to be super shy, mm-hmm. super just like afraid of people. Mm-hmm. Like my mom would always say when I, when people would come to the door, a stranger would come to the door, I would like run to the farthest back room and be crying. And I'm like, what? That doesn't sound right at all. Mm-hmm. Um but after their divorce, we moved around a lot. I was raised by a single mom. Um, grew up in the South, Mississippi, for most of my childhood, and um, moved schools twice, three times a year sometimes. Yeah. Um, mm. And so I was forced to meet new people all the time. All the time. Constantly. Wow. And I was always that kid that would find the one person by themselves at lunch. I'm like, I just need to find somebody to eat lunch with. Right. I want to be by myself eating lunch. I was just terrified of eating lunch by myself. Wow. So I go find the one person that was by themselves, and then I partner with them. And then um, we're just like the end of the year, that person would be my best friend or whatever. Yeah. So I would, throughout every like difficulty, every, you know, moving of the next year or going to the new school, um, God just used that to make me into a person that can speak to every single person because I've met every kind of person. Yeah, that you possibly could. And I want to know because I'm like, okay, what's the story? What's your story? Because I have a story and everybody has a story to tell. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of cool because God even used that to reveal himself to me. Um, at a young age, my grandfather was a pastor, and um, he taught me all about Jesus. And yeah. so I kind of grew up with the best dad ever, yeah. um, Jesus. And people can say that, but I, that's really true. true. Yeah. God wow. is a 
father to the fatherless. And I learned that at a very young age and mm-hmm. he's never gone back on that. It's been constant throughout everything. Um, I think I'm funny. In fact, if people think other people are funnier than me, I get mad. It's like, I really do. I'm like, what? <laughs> Somebody's like saying Angela Johnson, she's funny. I'm like, guys, like she can't keep it on all the time. Yeah. I'm constantly funny. Right. So, you know, um, but guys just give me like that personality of just like go out there. I don't care if I'm a fool because people like the fool. Right. They like to be comfortable around people and I like to bring walls down. Right. And so yeah. if I show you yeah. that I'm just like silly and not, I don't have it all together, I feel like you're more... Um, you're more inclined to kind of show me that side of yourself as Correct. well. And so then that's when like honesty can really come out. Um, but mm. in a nutshell, yeah, I'm just, I'm a people person. I could talk to anybody and I want to. Yeah. That's my superpower. Right. And that's, that's, that was the first thing I picked up. I was like, wow, it's amazing how like few of us like really are like interested in other people. Mm. You know, we have so much going on and we have so much to figure out so much we're worried about, anxious about and like, you know, we we like the concept of other people because we like company. Yeah. Um, we don't want to be alone, but like, you know, um, and I can even personally kind of attest to it. Like even like in my relationship with Lauren, like I'm such a talker <laughs> that like sometimes I just talk too much, even if it's about myself or just something that I'm thinking about, like leaving space for the other person to talk um is huge and just actually being interested in what they have to say actually kind of breaks down walls for them you know when they're like oh this person's actually like listening to me they don't know me but they're actually intentfully listening so for me i i love leaving the silence because it allows people to just let out what's inside them and it's so um beneficial when you're a good listener because you get so much wisdom everybody has something to give Mm -hmm. everybody has something that they can apply to you that or that you can take and apply to yourself that you can gain knowledge in and i was listening to what you were just saying and you were saying that your life uh, you were forced into areas where you had to talk and you had to get that um superpower you developed your superpower to be able to talk to people and it reminded me of the verse um, I'm pretty sure in First Corinthians, Paul was talking about how I become all things so. to all men yeah. so that some might be saved. Mm-hmm. You developed your superpower at a very young age mm-hmm. so you can do what you're doing now. And I just think that's amazing. Yeah. The cool thing is, too, is that God gives you the option of developing that superpower. Mm. You can go through those times and come out of it completely different where you're like, oh, I got forced into all these different schools and... I was just became even more shy because I didn't want to like really attach myself to anybody. Yeah. yeah. But you have the choice. Like we all have a choice to like go through those things and God will use everything for his glory. Yeah. To reveal himself to people because he's not willing that any should perish. Yeah. And that's like the one thing I keep in my mind all the time. He's not willing that any should perish. Mm. So if he's going to use me, I can't wait. Mm. Cause he's not willing that any should perish like yeah. at all. So was, yeah. So was that like, was that like you submitting to him that early though, like, or was that like more secularly like, oh no, like I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna be shy, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, was it more of like an attitude, or was it more of like, no, like this is like kind of like what God's doing? Like, no, I think it was more of, um, uh, I had a really, I'm, I can't say this for every single person, but for me, I had a really authentic relationship with God as yeah, a kid, right? Um, and yeah, I yeah. really had this just optimistic view yeah. of life right and i was just bubbly and fun and happy and loud all the time no mm-hmm. matter what it didn't nothing really got me down and it was so funny because i can even remember being like 17 16 17 18 people were like you're just too happy like 
But don't worry, the world will change you. Yeah. I remember going, oh, yeah, geez. right. What? Yeah. What? And like in my 20s and like even early 30s, I was like, dang, they were right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not to the extent that they thought yeah, they were right, right, but like, man, if you don't keep it up, then yeah, the world can change you. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think that the Lord, it's His grace. Yeah. Of course, it wasn't me. Like, I'm just awesome. Yeah. You know, that's God's grace. And yeah, at a young age, I you probably don't have as much of a choice as you do as you get older and like you learn the ways of God. But yeah. I was very blessed to have a grandfather who talked about God, yeah. talked about how good he was. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just, you know, I saw him live that life. Right. Mm-hmm. Not God, from, not necessarily good. from like a stressed out point no. of view, like, oh God, like God help me with this, help me with this. Like, just like a pleasant, like God. God like, yeah. good. Like yeah. all the miracles I learned about David and Goliath. I'm like, what? I didn't even know. Like I didn't, I didn't like David in my early twenties. I'm like, he had Uriah killed. What? Yeah, I don't yeah. like that guy no more. Yeah. When I was a kid, all I knew was David and Goliath. And I was like, yeah, he's the man. Right, right. <laughs> I'm back to liking David again, just some saying. <laughs> this is best Jay's talking about David right now. Do you have any advice in terms of like to other people how, I mean, obviously it's God. Like I, we know it's God, but is there anything that you can even attempt to do with your, you know what I'm <laughs> like, to, to do that for yourself? Like what do you, what what keeps that, what keeps you filled with that, with the optimism? Man, that's such a good question because I, I, it has to only be God because I, I mean, as a kid, I know that I had such times of sorrow, like missing my dad. I remember being that little girl, like eight years old and crying myself to sleep, not mm-hmm. missing him. Right. You know, like a little right. girl needs their dad. And why didn't he come for us? Um, but I also, more than that, remember God, the father. Yeah. I'm like, I know people like get into this weird, well, okay, you're a Christian, so you're going to say that. Right. No. Like, God, the Father, mm-hmm. listened to me when I was eight years old, crying about my dad. And I knew that I had somebody. Yeah. So it was like, I knew God because God got introduced to me at such a young age. And so God made me happy. Yeah. Like, I knew that. I'm like, I would always be like, my dad can beat up your dad. Yeah. But my dad was God. Like, of course right. he could beat up your dad if he wanted to. He wouldn't do that. But I don't know. If, like, if you're, seek him out more. Like, yeah. know that. I don't know. I've, I've always had this, like this, like kind of crazy confidence. Yeah. Like just that. Hmm. You know how your parents like the world doesn't revolve around you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it for does. Real, for Not real. in a bad negative way, but I only know what's going on inside my head at all yeah, times, and right. so and like I'm so connected with the Lord. Like the world does revolve around me and Him. Yeah. Like my whole world revolves around me and Him. Yeah. Like He knows when I'm happy. He knows when I'm sad. I can be happy because God has it. Right. Like even as a little kid singing those songs that you think don't ever mean anything. Like he's got the whole world in his hands. Yeah. Like I believed it. Right. I really believed it. I believed that he had the whole world in his hands. Right. And when I was 12, I remember I was babysitting these little kids and I was a little kid, but yeah. back in the South, <laughs> when you're 12, you're, you're like, you're like, you're like driving, yeah. I'm driving on 13, <laughs> going to get cigarettes for my mom. I was like, yeah. South is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? When you really believe that he is who he says he is, yeah. like I remember babysitting these little kids and thinking, like this little girl was like, "I'm so scared. Like, what's gonna happen?" I'm like, "Why are you scared? God's got us. Like, he's nothing bad's gonna happen to us." And being right. so brave as a child, that's like you have to be like a little kid, right, to enter into the kingdom of heaven because you have so much faith and so much, like Jeez. you just believe him that he is who he says he is. Yeah. How can you not be happy? Right. I think some of us though, like he's just given us an extra portion, and I know I have an extra portion. Yeah, I know I do. Because, and I think this is like just now hitting me right now, because of how I use my joy and my yeah, happiness, I yeah. think God's given me an extra portion yeah. so that I can give more right. to people. Because right. a lot of people need it. Mm. And it's always been surprising to me 
to look back on and think of how many people, even in my own family, he said, you're, you're, why are you so happy? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, dang, that's kind of jacked up. Like, yeah. You know, like you said, <laughs> yeah. you feel guilty. Yeah. I kind of felt the same way, but not too much. Yeah. Like your joy comes from God. Like the joy of the Lord is my strength. It really is. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you don't, you want to be around happy people. Yeah. Why do you not want to be around happy people? Right. It's like if you're so like, you know, down or whatever, mm-hmm. then maybe you don't. But I can't say that I've always been that way. Yeah. I've had my ups and downs. I remember a time when I was so bitter mm. with the Lord and I don't even know what led to that moment, but it was all the tiny little things like just being discontent and, you know, jealousy, envy, all these things like came with bitterness yeah. and it rooted deep. And I didn't know that I was where I was at until mm. somebody told me and I had to work to get back out of it. Yeah. yeah. But wow. yeah, joy hasn't always been there, but, it, but for the most part, yeah. Yeah. I don't know like what kind of advice to give though. Like, yeah. Um, no, no, I hear you though. Cause I mean, just kind of talking it out more kind of, I feel like gives people, I, I don't know. It's just perspective. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people feel like because I'm down, I'm also out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think deductive reasoning works for a lot of things, <laughs> especially with God. Like, mm-hmm. I love using deductive reasoning with God. Mm-hmm. Like, when um, Josh was talking about, like, or when we were in kind of flow of Josh's conversation yeah. during class, and, uh, or was it, C- it was CJ, yeah. when he was like, oh, all I got was, like, uh, God loves you. When we were talking about, like, oh, when all yes. God says is, I love you. Yeah. And, like, how to a lot of people, that might not really, like, mean much it's kind of like well i kind of knew that but it's like <laughs> what else is he implying with that with that yeah. when he says i love you when you love something you're gonna protect that you know what i'm saying like there's so much that comes with it so i think deductive reasoning with god is so good yeah, so good i think it's a perfect logical and spiritual mix really good um as long as we don't perverse it to our own needs right. um but you know as far as like the, uh, yeah, you know, so don't use the um, deductive reasoning on like the negative spin yeah. of things, you know, like, oh, I'm down, therefore I'm also out. Like, mm-hmm. no, those are completely mm-hmm. separate things. You know, if you're listening to this episode right now, you are still here. Yeah, exactly. Like, you are still here right now. So even if you're down, how can you say that I'm you're out? I'm still standing. I'm like, still standing. You're still giving time to God right now, even if you're down in your circumstance. So you still know that God can do something in your circumstance because you're still giving him your time even when you're down. So if you're listening to this and you're down, things are hard, please just know that you're not out. And please reach out to us if that's what you need to do. Um, but... Off of that tangent. Wait, you um, have a theme song too. She's like, I'm a survivor. I'm You know what else too? Like, like, I love music as a kid. And yeah. I just like love. Yeah. I don't know. There's so much out there that you can like fill your cup with. That's from God. Yes. It doesn't necessarily yes. have to come out of the church or yes. out of the Bible. But God yes, created please. all things. And so like, enjoy yourself. Go outside. Like, right. Take somebody to coffee. Be fun. Like, yeah. don't just get in the routine of like, oh, I got to be a miserable, boring person. That's right. what a Christian is. No, like it's what not. Tom, Tom said. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. The rock music that he listens yeah. to. No, yeah. I'm actually I'm putting so together. I'm putting together playlists of songs mm-hmm. that I hear mm-hmm. that like, I'm like, oh, that could easily be something God's saying or something I say to God, right? So Heck I started yeah. to separate like just regular songs that we listen to like into a playlist for example, Sure Thing by Miguel, mm. right? He's like, I love you like a mother, respect you like a friend, treat you like a lover. You know, like <laughs> all these things. But then he goes into like, our love is a mm. sure thing. Yeah. 
you put your little hand in mine, just mm. like we do unto God. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, our love is a sure thing. You can bank on our love because it's a sure thing. And I'm like, is that not something that God would say? Like, you know what I'm saying? You really That's expect- something that, though, you're being so mindful, though. Yeah. Like, you're mindful yeah. of God and you have him in your perspective. And so now everything else has changed because of that. Flows to him. So, yeah. like, a song that wouldn't mean the same thing to somebody else right. means that to you because right. you love God. You know him. Yeah. Like, you know his no. character. And like he did, he created so many, so much cool stuff. Yeah, right. So much cool and stuff. When you know it's a conversation, you start picking up little cues like that mm-hmm. in life because yeah. you're not just only word vomiting to God. You know He wants to speak back to you. Yeah. And so your daily routines of things like that, listening to songs, you're just like, oh wait, he's hey, actually God, word vomiting to you. Yeah. He's just speaking to you in everything <sighs> because he's so big. Yeah. So good, man. <laughs> oh my God. Listen up. Uh, yeah, for real. Um, but just a little bit about what you do here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> here, being, <laughs> here being family community church. Um, what you what you actually do and what your goals. Oh, geez, Louise. Some, you don't have to give me specifics, okay. but just in general. Okay, so let's backtrack real quick to see how I came to be here. Um, yeah. So when I was 18, um, I moved to California to get to know my dad a little better. Okay. Because I lived with my mom all up to that point. Mm. Um, so... I came here and I was just super lonely, super, super lonely. Didn't have any friends. Um, and I'm a very people driven person. Like I have to have people around me. I have to know people. I was going to uh, San Jose city college and I just wasn't connecting with anybody. Didn't have a church. And I started playing softball with my uncle and aunt and they were playing with this church. And so I started coming to this church as an 18 year old. And we have a sign out in the lobby that says, God sets the lonely in families. And that's where our family community church got its name. And that's so true. Like he set me in this family when I was 18. Um, That was a very, very long time ago now. Um, And so I've been in this church for a long time. I was working in the corporate world. um, And then Pastor Bill actually called me um, and had me come over to him and his wife's house, Pastor Melody. And they asked me, they said they have this position available that if I didn't, if I didn't, um, want it, then they wouldn't put it out there for anybody else. It was mm. specific to me. And it was called the Connect Pastor. Um, and Pastor Bill started telling me what that would look like, like meeting with people and talking to people, getting their, you know, talking about their stories. And yeah. I was just like, yeah. oh, my stomach was just burning. Just I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> you know? And I'm a very loyal person. So, right. I, so leaving the corporate world, I had a great boss. It was really hard for me to like, think of that yeah. but in that moment I was like yes I don't even need to know anymore I'm like I want to do it like right, God yeah. you're calling me out of that into right. this and so that's kind of how this got started um, that was two and a half years ago now and so my um, job was to be able to connect people into the church and yeah. connect them with the Lord and so whatever that looked like individually with each person coming into the, the doors of our house wow. mm-hmm. um, and so there's lots of like different little things that go in into that um, you know I oversee the first impressions for Sunday mornings um, and like my portfolio has grown even more with Encounter and now Fortify and mm-hmm. what that looks like as sanctification and discipleship. And that's, I didn't even realize that was such a huge part of my heart until yeah. the Lord revealed it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he, he like the desires of your heart. I yeah. didn't even know that was a desire of mine. Right. What? Can I tell you, I never weird. wanted to be a pastor as a little kid. It wasn't like, I can't wait to grow up and be a pastor. Right. That never even crossed my mind. Yeah. You know, when I was a little girl in some of the churches that I attended, Women pastors weren't even a thing. Yeah. I was like, you can't be a woman pastor. No. And I totally believe that. I was like, yeah, you can't be a woman pastor. Yeah. (laughs) And here I am like, what? No, you know, and just like different things that are messed up with people. But, um, so yeah, my, my 
official title is Connect Pastor here at Family Community Church. And I don't know, I believe God's given me eyes to see people that most people don't see. Mm-hmm. And um, and I want to see them. And um, my ultimate goal is to see people arrive Yeah. in a relationship with the Lord. Not arrive with a relationship with the Lord, but arrive into a relationship with the Lord. Like, yeah. An individual relationship, an individual relationship with him. Mm-hmm. How can I help facilitate that? Right. Yeah. If that's like getting them connected to the worship team, yeah. or getting them connected um, to discipleship, or getting them connected mm. to serving, I would think serving is such a huge part of getting connected into the church. People yeah. come all the time and like, I just don't feel connected. I'm like, where are you serving? Nowhere. Uh, How long have you been coming to the church? Ten years. Geez. First step, let's get you serving yeah. because that's such a smaller group of people that you can get connected to. So we yeah. have a church of several thousand people. Right. And so of course you feel lost if you're just coming and sitting in a service mm. and then going home. Yeah. Because let's this family community church. Like yeah. be a part of the family. You don't right. just go to your grandma and sit down and leave. Like yeah. you go get food. Like she's asking you about your day as you're eating all the food that she's making. Right, right. Like right. Uh, talk about another thing. I love to cook. So I get to make the macaroni and cheese on Thursday nights. And mm. every now and then I make something else. But Tuesday yeah. nights. Fire. And Tuesday what nights we have some food sometimes after service. Uh, she, I like to cook. Cooks. I like to feed people. Which I'm like, Lord, so you knew I was gonna love to feed people. So yeah. I like to feed people with like food, comida, yeah. and I like to feed people with like the word of God. Yeah. As well. That's what so I'm it's just about, yeah. funny. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my God, you just <laughs> know all things. People, right? Like we think that we want something and God's like, No, what you really want is this. Yeah. And like, no, I don't want that. He's right. like, Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. And then you get it and you're like, Whoa, I want this. Yeah. He's like, I told you you wanted that. Right. I know you're right. You're always right. Yeah. That's tight. That's oh, yeah. good. So then in light of that, and I haven't forgot about what no. you asked, in light of that, where did Fortify come from? You talked about it a little bit in today's class. Yeah. But where did Fortify come from just background-wise, you know, like, because mm. our audience has heard our side of it, um, you know, us kind of, our podcast being good, but uh, just not being there you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. still not there yet still progressing okay what's next step? okay let's get biblically sound okay okay what does that look like no idea so i started asking people we were interviewing with which i can go back and each find every single interview i asked that person how do you get through the bible how do you read through like i asked every single person and every single answer was to not get through it Basically, you know, as I until work through it, but not with the intention of like I need to read Genesis one to Revelations fifteen, you know, whatever the last chapter is. Right. Um, you know, so we needed that biblical centering, or at least the idea and concept and kind of structure of what that looked like. Started praying on it two weeks into the four weeks of prayer for that. Right. We, we get announced that Fortify is going to be starting at FCC. Yeah. Um, so what is Fortify which and is how crazy, did it start? Which is crazy because <laughs> um, Fortify started um, last December of 2017. I was sitting down. Um, we talked about this a little bit tonight in our class. Um, but I was seeking God. I was like, God, you know what? Pastor Chase is such a good leader, and he leads by example, and he always has a word for the ministry. He has a word for himself, and he has mm. a word for his family wow. every year. And um, the end of last year, I was like, God, I want a word. I want a word, um, and I want you to give me a word for, like, what's my year going to look like? Um, mm. And I sat down, and I talked about it tonight. Like, I I, I made myself breakfast, actually, mm. and I made everything clean. I made every, I washed the dishes. What did you make for breakfast? Oh, gosh, I don't even remember. Probably eggs, because I love eggs. I probably had tapatio and eggs and, I don't know, 
toast. No, I didn't have toast. I had avocado probably. Whatever. I had something <laughs> with eggs and avocado. Yeah. Um, and probably some potatoes because I love it. Um, anyway, so I sat down finally had my coffee, had my orange juice, and I just opened up the Bible. First, I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat the word before I eat the food. Sometimes that's, I don't know, I, I just, I feel like that's so important. Yeah. Before you eat, you eat. Like something that's going to sustain you even more. Yeah. And so I open up the Bible to Jeremiah. I'm not one of those people that's just like, open up to wherever. I really believe the Lord just leads you, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I open up the book, the Bible to Jeremiah, and um, I just started reading. And Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5 really caught my attention. Um, it says, before I knew you, I formed you. Um, before I formed you in your mother's womb, sorry, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And even backtracking even more, I had really been struggling with my position as a pastor. I felt yeah. like I wasn't qualified. I didn't go to Bible college. Um, I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't really carrying that mantle of pastor. I was like, oh, I'm over here and I'm trying to do these things mm -hmm. that seem right. But I didn't feel like a pastor. Mm -hmm. People would call me pastor and I'd be like, oh, it just doesn't feel right. I feel like I'm a poser and I'm not, I feel like I'm faking it or something because I didn't really feel like the whole, mm. I didn't feel like I was wearing the mantle of pastor. And so I told God, I'm like, I, I need to know if you called me here or did a man call me here? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, I should find that journal entry because I feel like a man called me here and yeah. not you. Mm. And so then I opened up the Bible let me just open it up because I don't want to misquote his word. Yes. Um, to Jeremiah. Yeah, if you can find that uh, journal and you're willing to share it, I'd love to post it. Oh, I will. Love to post that. As like the episode like teaser. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, I for sure will find that. I'll find it. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was personal. <laughs> Would you guys like to know? <laughs> it's so beautiful so because I even highlighted this is all from like that day. But yeah, um, that's good. It says, then the word, this is verse four, so I'll read one verse before five. Then the, the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. Mm. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And that, I couldn't even get past that. I just started bawling. I was right. like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, because I said, God, did you call me here or did a man call yeah. me here? And I took this to heart. He's like, I formed you. Mm. I knew you. I sanctified you. I ordained you. Because yeah. I was like, God, I'm not ordained through a Bible college or like, you know, yeah, right. I was just feeling that way. And, and when you go to God and you ask him, he's so faithful to answer. He wants to. Yeah. He wants to. He wants you to be able to walk in what he's called you to walk in. So, he, of course, he'll give you what you need to do that if yeah. you ask. And mm -hmm. so, so I, I got that. And so then I'm like, okay, God, I believe you. I'm here for a reason. You're crazy for picking me, but... I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in now. Not that I wasn't all in before. I just didn't feel it. I didn't feel like I was supposed to be. I was like, Ooh. yeah. a person called me here and I'm not really supposed to be here. And God's like, I called you. Yeah. I already knew you. I started thinking about what did you know about me, God? What did you know about me? Like, I kind of know who I am, but what did you know specifically about me? How could you know me before you even formed me? Yeah. So that means that you formed me with intentionality. Right. Like you knew all the things that you were going to have pulled out of me. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the purpose in that? Like, why? Mm. Why do I have all these things inside of me? And and first of all, what are the rest of them? Because I don't know everything about myself. And I wow. still don't. Yeah. You know, I can't right. wait to be that 70-year-old little old lady that... Discover something new. Really yeah. knows, but yeah. still is like learning. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Mm. So then I just started, I started reading um, even more because like Jer Jeremiah was like, what? 
I'm too young. I'm too young. And God's like, don't say that you're too yeah, young. Right. He's like, I called you and you're going to say whatever I tell you to say. Mm. And so then it was like even more, I put it more on God. Okay, God, you're going to give me the words to say. You're going to give me the visions and the dreams. It's going to come from you. If it's all about you anyway, and yeah. I'm just your vessel that you ordained and that you sanctified. Yeah. So then I started looking about sanctify. I'm like, what? what is like the true meaning of that? You know, like sanctification is like setting apart, mm. like to become holy. Like we are set apart as Christians. Like yeah. we're set apart. And here I am a pastor who doesn't even realize that I'm like fully placed here by him. Yeah. Like it's him. He's guiding my steps. Well, what did I do? Right. Nothing. I'm right. literally working at in corporate America, being at church, like, you know, volunteering my time. I love that. Yeah. But he's like, nope, you're going to be here. What? No, yeah. thanks. Um, but when God calls you somewhere, you do it. Mm. And, um, <laughs> just even like some, like, I, I couldn't even make it through like the first five chapters because yeah. there were just other things that spoke out to me. So it says, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Wow. Um, it talks about... <laughs> oh my gosh. It talks about, I'll give you shepherds after my own heart. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that resonated with me. I was like, God, I do want to take care of people. Mm. Um, and then I was reading and it said, I will make you um, like a fortified city. Um, and let me find out where that was at. I mean, just throughout the first five books of, of Jeremiah, it's just so, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so, so, it's so, so good. There's more in here too. Like if you really wanted to break out, break down Jeremiah, it's pretty amazing. But that word fortify stuck out to me through all of it. Yeah. I was like, fortify. Like, whoa, that just like stuck out to me. Uh -huh. And to fortify something is like to build up with defensive work so as to protect against attack. Yeah. And I was like, what? Mm. I'm like, that's my word. Yeah. So then I'm like, have this revelation at breakfast. I haven't even like touched my food yet. Yeah. I'm just all fortify. That's my word. That's my word. Like the year, the word for this year for all of us is breakthrough. I'm like, right. uh, uh mine's fortify. Right. And then I started even going deeper. I'm like, no, that's not my word for this year. That's my word for life. Mm -hmm. And that's not just for me. Like it just all started coming to me right then and there. Yeah. I'm like, it's not meant for me. It's meant for people. And I'm called to fortify people. Right. And so what does that look like? And Jeez. then, you know, Pastor Chase is like, Hey, come sit in my office. Let's talk about like, what's God been saying to you? I'm like, oh, funny you should ask because I'm just going to tell you everything. Because I just asked him you just told me. <laughs> I was like, la, 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 la. And he was like, oh. Okay, we're going to scratch that itch. Yeah, yeah. And then so that was in like December of last year. And like, this has been in the works. And, you know, God placed the best, the best teacher possible to do this with is Trey Sales. Yeah, and 100%. I cannot even tell you how thankful I am for him. It was so funny because we started... Before this even, before we even, you know, had the date of, I'm like, Trey, we need to start meeting together. I just need to have chemistry with you because I need to know, I need to know you better if yeah. we're going to teach a class together. And Pastor Chase always laughs. He's like, oh, you need chemistry. I'm like, not like that. Like, it's, <laughs> and like we don't care, you yeah, know. Right. I'm all, no, I need to, I need to know you, Trey. Like, so the groundwork that was laid before this was like, we would just meet. Like, yeah. we would just get together and just talk and laugh and just talk about deep things, talk about things that were not deep. Like, we would just talk and we get to know each other. And so that, that's why... Yeah. We have such a good connection yeah. is because we that was so important going right. in. It wasn't just like, okay, we're going to teach the Bible. Yeah. No, there's got to be like trust yeah. and, right. you know, and I just, I can't say enough Sounds about Sounds like the process that we went through, me and Rudy went through before we started this podcast. Okay, see? Yeah. 100%. See? It started on talking to each other on the treadmill at the gyms, talking to each other more in the car on after the, the gym like, yeah. and for hours. And, yeah. and 
boom, this was birth. You just that. gain trust and you yeah. just know each other and then it becomes a little easier and I don't know, just a little more natural. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how Fortify was birthed. I honestly didn't envision it being a class. Yeah. You know, of course the Lord is like, so good. oh, we're going to make this a class. Pastor right. Chase was like, oh yeah, we need to have this. Oh, this is discipleship sanctification. I'm all, what? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not qualified. Just kidding. I'm going to go back to right. Jeremiah. God right. said, you know, and just trusting him through the process. It's, you're like, what Lord? But I enjoy it and I right. love his word. And, you know, it sticks it sticks. Like that's like the one thing that sticks is his word. hundred percent. You know, I lose track of other things. I forget other things. The last point on um, fortify, it's um, the word fortify that you're looking for is in James, or not James, geez, there we go. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1, 18. Um, I'm trying to get better at that and just pointing out people with the verses that we speak. Um, but I wrote this down that I, was, I thought was really interesting that Trey said, um, he said, we are a fortified city, not by walls, but by the fire of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, the things that try to attack us have to go through the fire mm -hmm. of the Lord to even try to take us down. Um, mm. you know, it's crazy when we first started <laughs> talking about fortify, we would just have meetings of just like brainstorming, like, Hey, what is fortify? What is it going to look like? And we were actually having this conversation in Safeway. <laughs> In the little little lobby there, we were having sushi, nice. um, just sitting there, and we were talking about the wall part of it, like the fortified. We're a fortified city, so a fortified city is protected, right? Yeah. I think I'm a geek when it comes to Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. Yes. Like you just think about those old cities that were everybody else would run to them yeah. when the enemy was coming because they saw that fortified city and it yeah. was a place of safe haven for them. Wow. It's a place of protection, but it's not only a place to you know build up a wall around you to protect you. It's also a place of peace. Like yeah. you're fortified for peace. We're not fortified just to protect just us. Just to be strong and built no, up. No, yeah. you're not fortified just to be that, but you're also fortified to just have peace. Like mm. you can just rest. Yeah. You know, I think about dwelling. Like I just dwell. Like if you ever go up on a communication hill, you see all the, the mountains around us and you realize that you're just allowed to dwell. Right. I'm a dweller. Yeah. I'm allowed to dwell. God just lets me dwell. And you know, when you're fortified, you can think like that. Yeah. Because the word of God... We were talking about this yeah. earlier. The word of God will make something out of nothing. Yeah. Right? Like God spoke and it was. And the word of God can also make nothing yeah. out of something. Mm -hmm. Something that's so huge to you that seems so crazy and so big. Come back void. Peace be still. You're uh -huh. like, man, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I think honestly that's probably the answer to your question or to my question from earlier about optimism. Like, well, how are you so optimistic? Well, I'm fortified. Mm -hmm. mm, simple you know what I'm saying so that's how it gets done <laughs> yes. you know um, and you know to go back to the people we were kind of talking to that might not be as optimistic you don't even know what God is keeping you from right all of these attacks that are hitting you had to get through the wall of fire Woo! so imagine the things that didn't get through the wall of fire that didn't get to yeah. you you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my you know, naturally, That's like, real. like when yeah. we lose people, when we lose family members, our first thing is like, oh, I didn't get enough time with them. Be thankful for the time you actually got with them. Yeah. Like, God, you didn't have to give me 25 years with my mom, but you did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. perspective. Perspective is huge. That is 100% real. Yeah. You look at it through that way and not the lack. Look at it through the abundance and not right. the lack. Oh, you start seeing the abundance. Yeah. It's like when you just start. 
yeah. telling God who he is to you, then you're just like, whoa, you can't have a bad day. Mm-hmm. We start telling God you're faithful. Right. God, you, you're a provider. You're my shelter. Then you're just like, whoa, like 20 right. pages later, you can't even stop filling mm-hmm. up the book yeah, with who yes, God is. Right. So mm-hmm. good. Um, your yes. questions. Yes. Um, that's something that I've literally just heard maybe... Mm, I want to say a week ago mm-hmm. that guy was just speaking to me. I, I called you deeper. Mm. We, um, we had a conversation with, um, pastor Rebecca, um, recently on just relationships on and how you keep those spaces, um, where they're supposed to be and also have your intimate time with God and how, um, your relationships will be based off of your intimate time with God because if your intimate time isn't good, you'll start having um, unhealthy relationships. So that phrase right there, I have called you have uh, you have called me deeper. I've just been dwelling on that, and I want to kind of pick your brain on what that means to you. Um, it's funny because that um, I went I went uh, home with Pastor Candice to Missouri for Christmas two Christmases ago, or 2016, um, in 2016, I went with her. And her sister, I just met her that year, Kristen, brought that to me as a gift. Mm. She didn't even know anything really about me, besides what Pastor Candace had said. And so um, I brought it home to put it up, but I hadn't put it up yet. And it, and it spoke to me then because um, my sister, my oldest sister, has five children, and the last one is Isaac. And Isaac has a crazy testimony, and that's kind of where We War was birthed from, was his testimony. Because he was, um, at five weeks old, had a brain hemorrhage, almost died. Stanford surgery. He has half a brain, but this kid's amazing. He does more with half a brain than people with, like, real half a brain do. Um, But the song that was playing was Oceans the whole time. It's like, you call me out. You know, Spirit lead me where my feet, where my faith is without borders. Uh, Let me walk upon the waters, you know. And or my trust is without borders. Sorry, listen to the song if you if you know it. it's so good. But it was on repeat, and it was weird because we didn't mean to have it on repeat. While he was being born, that song was on repeat. And five weeks later, he had this crazy thing happen to him, and I just remember thinking that song was playing while he was mm-hmm. while he was going through this. What the surgeon told us, we don't know if he's going to live or die. It's fifty fifty. He's so little. Yeah. And my sister just crumbled into my arms, and at that moment. We're in Stanford emergency room. We couldn't go see him. We couldn't be anywhere near him. And all we did was we opened the Bible and just started reading it out loud. Jeez. And like, that's a deeper faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a deeper level of uh, leaning on God. And that's just one thing. I feel like God's called me deeper in trusting him yeah. with everything. Like yeah. even this fortify, even like being a pastor here at FCC or a pastor anywhere, it's deeper than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be like this. Yeah. I thought, you know, like, you think that your life is just going to be a certain way. You don't realize that you have this shallow understanding (laughs) of who God is and who he wants you to be and where he's called you to. You know, when I think of, like, you have called me deeper, I think of Peter walking out to Jesus on the water Mm. and being able to walk on water with Jesus. You always hear Jesus walked on water. Mm -hmm. Peter walked on water, too. Yeah. Because he had his eyes on Jesus. Yeah. And so when I think of that, I just think of like the level of trust with God. Like he's called me deeper. I'm set apart. I'm sanctified. Yeah. And it's in a different way than most people will allow themselves to be. Wow. To me, that means I trust him. I trust him. Even even though he slayed me, 
still I trust him, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> and sometimes you feel like that. Sometimes I feel like that. Sometimes I feel like I'm being slayed. <laughs> I'm like, but God, why? Yeah. Like, you trust me? Yeah. Yes, I do. I can't say I don't. Yeah. I want to say I don't. Yeah. But I can't because I do. I trust you, God. Like, he's, he's called me deeper. Like, that means everything to me, along with legacy. Yeah. You know, just really believing him that it's not what I think it is. It's not what the world has said. Because you get this, you get this idea in your head. So I'm 37, right? And, and, and when I was eight, I said I never wanted to be a pastor. You know, the only thing I ever wanted to be as a little girl was a mom. Mm. Like, that's all I ever wanted to be was a mom mm. and have children. Um, and I don't even think I was necessarily thinking of a husband at eight, but I was thinking of the kids that were yeah. going to come, you know? And I don't have that mm. yet. And that's still like a deep desire in my heart. Yeah. But if you ask anybody... I mother every single person. Yes, yeah, I can't help myself. Yeah. I can't help myself. I like. I love to mother people. Man. I like to feed them. I like to me. just like. I like to just love and like you know. Um, so like to me, that's just deeper. That's deeper than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, and I still want those things. Yes. Wow, it's so good. But I still, I feel like God has given me more. Yeah. Than what I thought I wanted. Yeah. You know. Not to negate, not to negate any of the other desires. Like I want that. I still right. want to be like a natural mother to a child. But that doesn't hold me back from loving all these kids. Yeah. Like I have little girls that I go and just pick up on a random occasion and take them to ice cream and yeah. like just pour into their life. Yeah. Because why not? Why not? Because God's given me that big old heart. You think I'm just gonna wait? Yeah. For for this, how the world says it's gonna happen, or how I thought it was gonna happen. Yeah. To do what He's called me to do. No, he called me deeper. Yeah. So that means I'm going to love deeper. I'm going to care deeper than my own circumstances. Oh, I don't have a husband and children. I can't do anything with my life. Mm. Yeah, right. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I have so much wise. I can do. So much I've done. So much I'm going to continue to do. Right. I want those things. Don't get me wrong. I want those things. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Even, even from so the light cool. of like, you know, you, like we talked about with like the losing time versus how much yeah. you actually got. Like when you get your husband and God willing have those kids, you're not going to have the time to mother the congregation the way mm. that you've done it. Right. Um, you know, mm. so I don't know why timing has worked that it has, but I know that there's a reason. Yeah. And I know that there's people in this house that needed you mm -hmm. in a certain position in your life right. to put them in a certain position in yeah. theirs. Yeah. You know, they need, they need Michelle who wants yeah. these things but selflessly gives anyways. Yeah. Um, they need to see that. And yeah. you know, they're not going to necessarily get to see that when those other things come. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. So that's, you know, we see it directly with Chase and Becca. Like, yeah. plain and simple, I'm not going to have the same amount of time. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, when Roman and Hannah come, yeah. and I'll be their favorite auntie, <laughs> we're not going to have the same amount of time. I know. <laughs> No, I think that's I think it's so important too, not to just wait on those things and you know, I can't activate like okay, there's a reason that I wanted to be a mom. Yeah. Right? There's a there's a reason that that desire's inside of me. Um, God placed mm. a motherly wow. personality inside of me. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that it's just for your own children. So Correct. like why not use the gifts that God's given you? If right. he's placed that there, it's for a reason. Mm -hmm. So use it now. You don't yeah. have to wait right. until you have a child to be a mother. Right. Like there are people who never have children who are mothers. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Correct. It's amazing. My own mom passed away when I was twenty eight. Yeah. And I have mm -hmm. so many women that in my life that I'm like, You're my mom, I'm gonna go to you, like mm -hmm. you're gonna tell me what these things are and, and you know, be there for me. Yeah. So you don't have to wait. Yeah. You don't have to wait for right. those things to come. Like there's a reason that that desire is inside of you. Yeah. 
use it now. And right. so when you have your own children, can I tell you, I perfected that chocolate chip cookie recipe. Yeah. I'm going to give it she to has. everybody. And when my kids come, <laughs> they're going to have the best chocolate chip cookies in the mm -hmm. world. You know when my grandkids come? They're going to have even yeah. better chocolate chip cookies yeah. right. because you're perfecting it. Why don't you practice now? Yeah. Why hide so, that yeah. away? Why don't you just go for it? And, yeah. that, and that's where legacy kicks back in, right? You yes. have those kids. You have those grandkids. Now all these people that you mothered before them get to come back and help use in and, help you, and help you with them. Yes. You know, like, do you know what your mom did for me? Do you know how she changed my yes, life? Respect her. You know what I'm <laughs> like, you know, so... It's so good. Um, it's so good. We we discredit ourselves so much. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even just like with the podcast, you know, like there has been to date, I don't think there's been a single episode that like we like all had like a list of notes and we were all on the same page and we had a structure. Like, you know how with class, right? <laughs> yeah. You guys have an uh, outline. We have oh, yeah. no outline. I love that. You know what I'm saying? And so that worked great in the beginning because we wanted to be as raw as possible. Right. Um, and in a context, it's kind of like, honestly, like you have this platform and you're not really putting your all into it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not that prepared, mm. then you're not taking it as seriously as you could. Mm -hmm. That's just plain and simple. Yeah. Um, but like God still comes and shows out. Yeah. Every time we record, every time, like yes. we have no so preparation good. and we, it shouldn't be that way. I don't think anybody should do things that way, like at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's just like where we're at in our lives and mm -hmm. that comes out. But like, it speaks so much to like the fact that like we tried to do that. Like yeah. we absolutely yeah. tried to be so prepared for every little thing and it just didn't work. And God was <laughs> yeah. like, no, yeah. I want to do this. Yes. I want to show off through this. And, uh, the trust factor of like going back to what you said on, um, like though he slayed me, I still trust him. Like, mm -hmm. I think those it, sometimes those uh, arrows that get through the fire that do hit you, sometimes it's not the uh, arrows that are hitting you. It's like God's getting so close to you that you can feel the fire. Yes. He's burning things mm -hmm. off yeah. of you yeah. that don't need to be there. So mm -hmm. you can uh, fully trust him on just the vulnerability of who you are yeah. because he stripped things away from you that you relied on as a crutch yeah. to be your fortified right. thing that yeah. you were relying on to protect you. Right. Like you had your little crutch and you were like batting away things like no. He's like I'm going to burn that crutch up so you don't have to trust me. Right. Yeah. So the singes that you're feeling is just got being closer. Yes being exactly. closer and closer and closer. Yeah. Um, but yeah I mean that kind of just like came from like you know like calling into deeper because it's like I don't know for me personally like I, there's a lot of different like circumstances situations opportunities that I like wanted to like be all submersed in but like it just wasn't enough like it wasn't deep enough yeah you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. I had a lot to say and the like the reception of what of the capacity that could be received was just not enough and him calling unto deeper is like Come on here, you can be all you and it's not too much. Yeah. You can be all you and it's not too much because you're talking about me and I am too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, He's so much. It's so um. good. <laughs> he supplies the increase, you know, like some plants, some so water, good. but God will supply the increase. And like just the fact that you're willing to come to the table. Yeah. He's gonna supply the increase. Right. You don't have to prepare the food. He's he's prepared it. He prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemy. I didn't do anything. I show up. Uh, the 
verse that Rudy was just referencing is Psalms 42, 7. Deep calls unto deep. deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. Jesus. Mm. Um, he is the deepest thing you can ever get into. And I, and I guess that's why I... I asked about that poster just because I I crave depth. Like you can just tell from my offering. Like I just I just crave it. I yeah. I can't handle surface level mm-hmm. because I just feel like there's something so much deeper, and yeah. it just tugs at me, um, man. And I think God is allowing me to see that through this podcast. He's showing me the more like how you guys have maybe discovered your superpower, like your joy, Rudy's, yeah, Rudy's joy, your joy. I think mine is a peace. Yeah. So much peace. I think that's true for you. And I I crave it. And I'm like, why do I have it? I don't know. I truly don't know. Peace that passes understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just I don't know why I have peace. Wow, that's where I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I just crave to go so much deeper so I can figure out yeah. why I have that peace. But he's so deep that I'm never going to really be able to figure it out. Yeah. Never. Which is awesome. Because do you want to be able to figure it out? Is that the God you serve? No. Do you can figure him out? No. No way. It's crazy. That's like, like even going back to like, though he slay me, don't misinterpret that. I know that God's not slaying me. Yeah. It feels like it. Right. But I know that's not true because I know his character that he's mm-hmm. for me yeah. and he's not against me. Wow. Yeah. And there's nothing that can separate me from his love. Yeah. If he loves me and is for me, then who can be against me? Not God. God's yeah. not against me. So I know that. But like in my own twisted thought process in my mind, as these old things are falling off and like being uprooted out of me, yeah. that's where it feels like it's being slain. And, and yes, it is slain because the old man's got to die. Yeah. Right? And so die to self. Like, get out of here. Yeah. So, of course, that hurts. Right. But ultimately, no. Let's go. Bring on uh, the fire. Bring on the fire. And that's where I have, like, kind of a hard time with, like, comparison killing everything because I don't know that it, like, necessarily does. Maybe comparison does. Maybe contrasting doesn't. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, because, like... You know, in our in our kind of like adventure in this, you mm-hmm. know, um, Jamal and Johnny have seen like a lot of like quick exponential growth with me mm-hmm. um, as far as like my walk goes. Mm-hmm. So like I couldn't see how that like I could see how that could be discouraging mm-hmm. and be like, oh, like, damn, like, why aren't you moving for me that quick? Um, but I can also see that as God saying to you, like, hey. I can move that quickly yes. if I choose to, yes. but I'm not working with you that quickly for a reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, but then also me being able to contrast to Jamal's walk or to Johnny's walk, I can say, hey, yeah, he's moving super quick with me right now, but that doesn't mean he's always going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? And then because of those contrasts, um, we have a really good friend of ours that just got saved, just did baptism, altar call, the whole nine, like in the last like three months. And like literally after he did the altar call, the first night, the first thing I said to him was, it's not always going to be like this. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing I said. And yeah, that might've been the negative Nancy thing to say, but I was like, Hey, look for like 90 days, it's going to be like this. It's going to be great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then once you figure a lot of things out that you had wrong, then it's going to be like, it's going to be different. Yeah. It's still going to be good, but you can't, expect like the moment to moment revelation that you get right now because you have a lot of things wrong right Right. now that's why it's happening so quickly because you have so many things wrong you know what i'm saying once Mm -hmm. you get a lot of those core fundamental things right then it's like that dry repetitive season of like how can i continue to like consistently 
live by this. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that takes just so long to finally like actually get there. But um, no, I think I think contrasting is healthy. Yeah. Yes, comparison is not healthy because you're constantly looking at somebody else and not yourself for like a standard. Right. You yeah. can't. You can't do that. And yeah. God's timing is perfect and. I hate to be the bearer of, you know, what seems like bad good news. news. <laughs> well, it seems like bad news, but it yeah, is good news. Yeah. Is that his timing is perfect. In Habakkuk, it says, you know, though it, it tarries, wait for it, for it will not tarry. And I was going through like a crazy time in my life when the Lord brought me to that scripture, and I was all, that don't make no sense. Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will not tarry. I'm all, that don't make no sense whatsoever, what is, what God, because mean? like that, that it's going to, it's, it's going to tarry. Come. It's mm. going to. It's taking a while. Like it's just kind of it's, prolonging. It's, yeah. it's going slow. Gotcha. Um, but that's because it's God's timing. If it's His timing, our timing says that it's that it's 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 taking a while. But God's like, no, it's not taking a while. It's it's here. The verse that she's reading out of Habakkuk two three. That was my verse for the year. Okay, <laughs> that's crazy because that's three March twenty seventh two thousand seventeen. Really wrote it in there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the very first time I heard this verse, Pastor Bill spoke it. Okay. Um, anyway, I think it was like January 3rd, 2018. Love and it. And I was just like, yep, there it is. Uh, mm-hmm. The ESV version says, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. Mm-hmm. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, so that's the Terry part. Mm-hmm. If it seems slow, wait, wait for, for it. it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Yes. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like... Whatever that longing is for the deep to yeah. go after that, it's coming. Yeah. And I just need to wait for it. Yeah, wait for it. His timing is perfect. And like even going back to like that contrasting, celebrate other people's yeah. mm-hmm. victory. Yeah. Celebrate that. Yeah. Like the more you can do that, the better off you will be. Because right. you'll be celebrating God in them. In them. And yeah. you can't it's like that's so much better than comparing like your life, like, oh, like they're here and there, and da 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 da. Celebrate the win. Like, wow, look at God moving in their life. Yeah. That's my God. Yeah. Like, he's able to do that in them. It says in the word that he's not a respecter of persons. Then he can do it in me. Yeah. And whatever he's doing in me, he can do in them. Yeah. Like, God is kind, and he's good, and he's faithful. But I, I do see what you're saying with the contrast. Like, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's good yeah. to, like, see people and be like, okay. Yeah. You know? Because, I don't know. I guess the way I mentally work is I like taking other people's ideas and then completely changing them yeah. into something else. Love you it. know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see how you think. So that I can like kind of change it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how it is. There's nothing original uh, right. because God created everything. You right. know, like that's what we're doing with the word. Like yeah. we're going in here and we're like looking at stories. Yeah. And like even, you know, my style of preaching is I like to go in and dive in and I'm like put myself I'm like, okay, well Yeah. What was God saying? Like I wonder what it looked like. Yeah. What else was around, you know? It's like you're all the time doing it. Like look at all the stories in here that you're looking at. It's crazy. So Speaking of waiting and tarrying and oh, here patience <laughs> and deliverance and oh, promise, yeah. um, so like you mentioned, you want these things, yeah. and they're not here yet. Um, what has that process been like, but also maybe a little into your recent fasting <laughs> journey? What fasting? What? <laughs> we do that? Wow, Rudy has inside scoop. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I did this crazy fast, and so this is the year of breakthrough, right? And yes. in the beginning, I really thought this was like, I'm always like, my husband's coming! He's coming! <laughs> yeah. And I don't care, I'm just Love always going to be that optimistic, like, yeah. da da da, da. No, that's yeah. great. Um, and I believe that for other people, too. I have no problem with, like, believing for people's people's uh, blessings, and I want to believe for people's 
yeah. desires and their blessings. Like, tell me what it is, and I want to believe with you, and I'm yeah, going to come along with you. Something in me. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Right. I'm like, let's partner together. Um, and there's something about being in agreement with mm -hmm. someone. Yeah. Like yeah. it just does so much. Yeah. I can go off on a tangent about Mary and her cousin Elizabeth, and you know John the Baptist and Jesus. Like that whole thing right there. Like mm. going and partnering with somebody and being in agreement with them. Yeah. Unreal. Um, mm. But so I recently decided to do this. I want to hear that eventually. I Maybe will. not on the podcast, but <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I recently decided to go on this crazy fast. I was driving down on Blossom Hill, and something was different in the atmosphere around me. I mm -hmm. just felt it. Yeah. I'm like, it wasn't just a seasonal, like outside weather thing. It just felt different. I was like, whoa. I took note of it. I'm all, hmm. It's a new season. Something's different. And I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna speak that out. I'm like, it's a new season. Something's different. And then I heard this pastor talking about um, Daniel when he fasted mm -hmm. and he didn't eat anything pleasant. And I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard about the Daniel fast. You know, I've never really done the Daniel fast. It was like he didn't have any, any strong drink and he didn't have anything that was like savory or whatever. And I was like, mm. I just felt like right there in my spirit, I'm, like, I'm called to do this. Yeah. 21 days of nothing like, good. nothing good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and... It was so funny because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give up salt. I don't know why I thought that in the moment. Yeah. And so I did, I, what I had was like vegetables that were like steamed, no flavor. I didn't put any flavor on anything mm -hmm. because what I was thinking was, <laughs> I'm not saying that everybody should do this, but this is just what happened. I'm going to be as honest with you as possible about the process. Press in. Okay. <laughs> Press in if you're listening. Press Damn in it. for the depressing. <laughs> um. Because the pastor was speaking about, like, you know, God's character is, like, ask me. Like, yeah. come to me. Like, ask me. Like, press in. like Present it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ask me. And so many people are like, no, don't. Like, don't tell God your desires. Don't tell him. Like, he doesn't want to give you anything. Mm. And he's like, when you ask, ask like the widow. Like, who's persistent? Yeah. And the person that she was going to wasn't godly and right. finally gave in because she was so annoying. You know? He's like, how much more will your father who is in heaven hear you? Yeah. I'm like... Amen. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And so then I put that together with the Daniel fast, um, but not even to a more extreme. I didn't do any salt. I had pretty much anything that was just plain and bland because yes. I'm like salt adds flavor. Yeah. And I feel like a husband when he finally does come is gonna add so much more flavor to my life. Yeah. Um, I was like vegetables are hearty and they're beautiful and they're good, but when you add salt to them, man, they taste so delicious. Right. Like you can't have like you know spinach with nothing on it right. i've had that it's disgusting oh, yeah. it's nasty it's like and so every time i would i would eat that i'm like lord i just need you the first three days i had a migraine because i didn't have coffee oh, wow. um i'm not kidding you i gave up every comfort food i yeah. could possibly think of if yeah. i thought it was going to taste good i wasn't eating it yeah. so i didn't eat fruit i literally ate vegetables that had broccoli spinach Ugh. if i even think about spinach now i just want to puke because i'm like i'm done right. um it was just nothing but you know what it was so good. And it was so funny because we were talking about that tonight about hearing God. And like sometimes you don't listen because you don't like the answer. Yeah. And throughout this whole fast, I just kept hearing him tell me, I love you. And I just love this time with you. And like you're drawing close to me. Yeah. And I was like, and I want a husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so and good. anyways, okay, you love me, <laughs> you know. And um, it was like week two, you know, just even deeper. And I'm like. I couldn't help myself. I was like, mm, okay, I do like this. I love this, God. Like, I love depending on you. Yeah. And I was depending on him. Right. Because I'm telling you, your life is bland mm -hmm. when you're eating bland and you're not having, like, the savor. And you know what's so funny is that even at the end of it, I realized God is the salt. Yeah. Like, he's the salt. 
Yeah. Like, he's he's the salt. He's sustained you. He adds flavor. Like, of course my life has flavor. Yeah. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. You know, in, like, our own twisted thought process, I'm like, my life doesn't really have the flavor that I want it to because mm-hmm. my husband's not here anymore. But it has so much flavor. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine how much how much more will be there because I know that through marriage and through children, you learn more about God's character. Yeah. And my soul longs for that. But at the same time, I have God. He says, taste and see that I am good. Mm. Taste and see. Don't just look. Taste and look. I'm good. And that's what I learned throughout that fast. The last two days, I went even more extreme and just had no food. And the last day, I did no water. And so I was like, literally dying i was dying remember when we went to see pastor chase preach and they had yes. those snow cones i was like if i could just have the ice <laughs> Jeez. Wow. it was dumb but when you get down to that level of like just depending on him yeah he really is everything that you need yeah like everything that you need and i can say that i know i know that 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 there's so much more than i can think of yeah i know that he has so much more than i can think of like the things that i want are so minimal compared to what he wants yeah. for me. Right. Yeah. You know, like we think, well, God, I want this thing. You should release it. You should give it to me. He's like, I'm giving you so much more than that. I promise you. Yeah. You know, it is that perspective and knowing who he is will change that for you. Mm-hmm. So do I still want that? Yeah. Yes, I do. Right. But, but I'm accept, standing accept before either you. Way. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. God is God and I'm not. And his ways are so much more above my ways. Yeah. And when I do that fast again, probably not the no salt part because... Right. Here I am being more transparent than I should be. But when I started eating salt again, I had cankles for two weeks. <laughs> it was so bad. If you can Google it, yeah. I'm not kidding you. Like if you don't have salt, you deplete, yeah. your body is unreal. Like when it gets what it wants, like it hasn't had, it's like, I'm keeping everything. And yeah. it's like, oh, greedy little monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh. It took about two weeks for it to get back down to normal. But I'm telling you, I don't regret it. Um... He's faithful, and I can tell you that right now. Like, he is so faithful, and I would encourage anybody to go on a fast. Yeah. Like, don't just do, like, I'm fasting, I'm drinking juice all day. No. no. So what's like, a, what's, like, a simpler one you would prescribe? <sighs> one day. Do a one-day fast, and I know it's really hard, but it's not that hard. Yeah. Do one day with water and no food. Yeah. That's a fast. You're fasting. Yeah. You know, the next day when you break your fast, I broke my fast with communion. I did it at midnight, and I cried. Yeah. I was just, like, so emotional. I was like, hmm. Because man, I'm taking God. so many notes right now. I know you guys are too, but this is amazing. Oh, it was oh beautiful. Gosh. It was so beautiful that moment because I, I counted down the time. It was like five minutes, four minutes, three minutes, two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds, you know, 15 yeah. seconds, five seconds. I had it already, and I'm like, I'm taking communion right now. I'm all, well, this is my body that was broken for you. I'm all, oh, this is my blood that was poured out for you. I'm all, yeah. whoo, I'm all, I don't need anything else. Jesus, you're enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and I had that communion, and I just, I wept. I just was, mostly because I was so done. Yeah. I was like, God, I'm done. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. Like, when you go into it expecting, like, God surpasses your expectations. I'm still believing. This is the year yeah. of breakthrough, and I don't care. Like, I'm believing, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's so much more. There's so much more than that. Yeah. And if you know anybody who's married, they all got problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So just, like, yeah. knowing that that's not going to complete you, like, you need to come in a 100, like, it's yeah. not like you, you complete me. No, like that's not going to happen. Like God is everything. You come a hundred percent, they come a hundred percent and the Lord supplies the increase. But don't go thinking like this person's going to complete you. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. A husband's going to do. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. Every relationship, every marriage, 
every church is going to have is going to have their drama and their it's problems work. and their issues. We are the bride of Christ, so this marriage also has its issues. It has its and issues. They all just happen to come from our side. But. That's right. And you <laughs> have to work at the relationship <laughs> with the Lord. It's not going to just come naturally. Yeah. No, like the Lord wants to like he always is speaking to us and he's always loving on us, but it's our choice. Like we have to work at that too. Yeah. You have to work at that. And sometimes you have your highs and sometimes you have your lows, but God's constant. Right. And so you kind of just got to meet him there. Mm. He meets you where you're at. So in the moments throughout that fast where it was just the toughest, the third day of the migraines, mm -hmm. the, maybe even the first day of the migraines, oh, you, know? you know, whatever one was harder, um, you know, the, the last, the two days where you went no food and then you went no water, like in those moments where it was just rigorous, um, what was it like, what was the thought maybe, what was the thought that kept you in that? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, I don't know, I, I'm thinking just general circumstance. Cause like for me, like food is like the most difficult thing for me personally. I know a lot of people listening to this podcast probably don't have that same issue with food personally. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, it's like, it's food. Like it's definitely food. Like mm -hmm. I can't miss fast food because I don't spend time away from it. Right. Right. So, right. you know, my body doesn't have the cankle reaction because it gets what it wants you know what I'm saying? like straight up you know what i'm saying yeah. so um you know i've tried to like do like little fasts or like i've tried okay i'm gonna fast of fast food like can i just get that right you know what i'm saying and i just i even struggle with that you know so like you know obviously it's integrity but like behind mm -hmm. closed doors when you're just in that moment and like nobody's gonna hold it against you if you had a coffee we wouldn't have known you know what I'm saying? Like, but God does. But, but God does. Yeah. Exactly. But like God would also have forgiven you yes. if you would have broken the fast. So what kept you in it? You know what? You know what was so funny is because like the word of God just kept coming back to my mind in those moments of weakness and there was plenty Yeah. throughout mm -hmm. the whole thing. All of it was weakness. Um, mm -hmm. There were the, Especially the last day. So in the beginning it was, you know, man should not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Right. Every single word. And so... Just God, you're my sustainer. You're going to sustain me. You're going to sustain me. I know you're going to sustain me. Even those first three days with the migraine, I was like, what is this? Mm. It was awful. I was with Pastor Lily at a, at a conference that she was preaching at. And we were praying for people. And every time I would go up to pray, I was like, felt like I was going to throw up or just oh, fall geez. down. Wow. The minute somebody would come up and I start praying for them, for gone. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. And I'm like, this is tricky. Okay. Yeah. Like, I really felt like there's spiritual warfare. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not giving in. Yeah. The enemy is beneath me and I'm not going to give in right. to my flesh. Spiritual like your flesh has got to die. And so you're talking about feel that hunger. I'm like, no, you can shut up. I'll give you some spinach. <laughs> yeah. Like you're fine on that. Like you, that'll sustain you. You'll be okay. Mm. Um, just throughout the whole thing, like God, you're going to sustain me, sustain me, sustain me. And just hold him to his word. Like you said that I won't live on just bread alone, yeah. that you'll sustain me. Yeah. And I'm right. eating food. So it wasn't like I wasn't eating food. I was eating food. It just tasted gross. Right. You know? And so the last day was the hardest with the water. And I just kept hearing hunger and thirst after righteousness. Jeez. Hunger and thirst after righteousness. Yeah. Hunger and thirst after righteousness. I'm on. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. So seek first the kingdom of God. When you're fasting, I'm not kidding you. You got to find something to entertain your body. Yeah. yeah. Like give me some kind of flavor. Right. That's that's the Lord. It really is. And you know, I just say to commit to it. Yeah. Take one day. Right. Commit to it. And don't just fast but okay, and I've done this so many times, I'm guilty. Yeah. One hundred percent. I fast because I don't come to fast for that. I don't think about that. Yeah. I don't talk to God about you just that. Do the I just part. don't eat. Yeah. 
That's easy. Yeah. I cannot eat for a day. That does not bother me. I mm. could do that. Right. But the whole point of fasting is drawing closer to the Lord. When you yeah. have that hunger pain, you're like, nope, I'm here with you, God. I'm here with you. Yeah. I'm going to seek after you. If you're fasting for something, think about that something. Yeah. Talk to God about it. Don't just fast to yeah. fast. There's no point. That's just starvation. There's no point in that. Like, there's no point in that. Right. I think, um, man, you're speaking right to me right now because I just recently did a 21-day fast. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just drink, drinking straight water. Um, no coffee, no bang, energy drink when yeah. I go into the gym, no Gatorade, no nothing, yeah. no juice. Like, I love orange juice. When you said mm. you had orange juice in your breakfast, I was like, ah. Oh. Yes. Uh, because I felt like God told me to extend my fast. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, let's do 40 days. And I was like, oh, jeez. Why, Lord? And um, I feel like he was uh, speaking to me that you're you're more doing this off of your will. Like, Jamal, you could do this. You could just only have water. You can only, And I'm not really relying on the Lord to yeah. do this. Mm -hmm. I'm strictly and solely doing this off of Jamal has willpower. He yep. can do this. Yeah. And um, I'm just hearing that come out of you right now. I'm just like, no, this is something that every time you have that hunger pain or every time you have that uh, thirst for that thing that you're fasting from, you need to go to the Lord. And I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that at all. I'm just like, Jamal, you can do this. Jamal, you can yeah. do this. And I'm not doing that. And so now I just realized why he had me extend my fast. Yeah. It's because she can learn to I, do that. You yeah. need to learn how to do that. Well, fasting is hard enough in itself. Yeah. But the whole point of it, right, is yeah. to get closer to him. Yeah. Like, like with prayer and fasting, some things are, prayer some things fasting. are, you know, you're able to overcome them, but some things you have to take prayer and fasting. Yeah. Like there's, look it up in the Bible. Like I was telling somebody earlier, the whole point, the whole reason that the Gentiles would preach the gospel was because a man by the name of Cornelius prayed and fasted. And here on this other Jeez. side, Peter was praying and he was hungry, but he had to wait for the food to get ready. So he was pretty much fasting and didn't really know that he was doing it. He was intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was not in his eating window. <laughs> and then, he, you know, they both saw visions. The Lord brought them together and the Gentiles received the gospel. Right. And so you're just like... And here we are. Whoa. I mean, yeah. Jesus fasted. Yeah. My gosh. You know, but that's what it says. You shall not live on bread alone. What's that look like? And you, you don't have to live on bread alone. And like the good stuff, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to fast to like... Because you could do, you could fast for so many reasons. Like you could say, I'm, I'm fasting for God, but you're, I'm fasting to lose weight, or right. whatever. You know, whatever it is, or like the willpower thing. I have crazy, tremendous willpower for certain things. I'm like, I could do that. It's easy. Yeah. I could go five days without food. Yeah. So what? I can make myself do it, and then I could kind of, then I could mm. kind of like get a high on that. Like yeah. I'm hungry all the like time because I'm doing this. Yeah. yeah. Right. And forget about God. God's like, why are you, why are you starving yourself? Right. You haven't even talked to me once. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> Which is no condemnation, because I've done it. Yeah, right. I've done it multiple times. Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's not even for anything, <laughs> you right. know? I was just, yeah. Man. So good. Like, so good. he just, he, uh, you know, in his, in, in the time, you know, when he saw us, when he's making us, when he's creating mm. the timeline of life, like... He's like, I know what bread is gonna do to these people. Oh, I know what carb. So I know what carbs is gonna do to these people. Like, Pizza. I know they're. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, when you go to certain like family layouts, you're like, oh, I'm looking forward to that bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you just know, like he he knew. Yeah. He just knew, which is why he had to use the word bread. He could have used anything. You could. You will not eat off meat alone. But yeah. The meat of my where you know like he could have said anything, mm. um, but he chose bread. Um, um. He knew us, but um. Last thing. Yes. Um, if you could...
go back in time and kind of just look at, you know, from now till then, or from then till now, um, if you could choose three things in your relationship with God, they can be tangible, they can be habits, routines, ideas, a, a verse, it could be any three things that you've used in your relationship with God that has gotten you to where you are. Mm -hmm. um, what would those three things be? Obviously, there's way more than three things. But if you could think of like just a staple three things um, that have been with you since you first started walking with him that you've held till now, mm -hmm. maybe one of those things is something you accumulated al along the way. Um, just three things in general. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think that the very first, I know the very first verse that I've memorized was Psalms 23. Um, the Lord mm -hmm. is my shepherd. And because that word was written on my heart at such a young age, I've always fallen back on it. Yeah. You know, that whole prepare, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Not even until I got older did I really break that down. And what like, that means, why yeah. would I even be sitting if my enemy was around me, like if my enemy was around me right now, I would not mm -hmm. be sitting here yeah. just eating, you know, at his table. But that's the Lord. He's our shepherd and he protects us. And so we can, we can eat without fear of, of anything happening to us because of him. So like one thing would be to write the word of God on your heart. That has to be, you mm. have to have that. You yeah. have to have that. Um, mm. Something that I really have learned recently in life, which is sad um, a couple years ago is the honesty factor of like really telling God how you feel. You know, I think for mm -hmm. as Christians, we like to cover it up and pretend that we're okay with things. Yeah. Like, I'm okay, God, I'm okay with as this. I'm okay know. with that. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I can't even hear you right now because you're straight up lying yeah. to me. Um, I think probably one of the best moments I've ever had with God. <sighs> I yelled at him and I said something I shouldn't have. Um, but I felt so much better afterwards because I felt like he was like, finally, yeah. honesty. Yeah. So I would encourage every single person hmm. just to be honest. No matter where you're at. If you're mad at God, if you yeah. think he's the worst. If you don't even believe in him. If you don't believe it, say something. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Like the fact that you're still talking to him, yep. better than nothing. Right. Wow. You know, the fact that you're, when you're honest with God is better than just, he doesn't want that. I, don't, I can't remember the verse where it says he, he's not looking for like incense or like a sacrifice. Like don't just give God lip service. Yeah. You know, don't give him lip service and like, tickle his ears with like your words that don't mean anything yeah. you know i love job because god Shit. talks to job and he's like who is this that darkens counsel with words without wisdom yeah. i'm like oh yeah. are you serious right now right um god knows everything yeah you know so don't be don't lie because you're hurting yourself be honest with him and he can work with that yeah he can work with that so write the word of god write the word on your heart know it even if it's just one verse that you cling to cling to it be honest with God. Um, huh. One more thing, huh? Hmm. That's a good question. I think just taking time to just sit with him. <laughs> just being in his presence. You know? I think that goes with all those three things kind of combine yeah. with each other. The word of God and, and being honest with him, talking to him and just sitting with him. There's yeah. so many times like, it's so funny because like whoever gets here first can go to the chapel, right? Because you're like in there and you're just bawling and just like, ugh. Yeah. Be around believers. I can't just put three things. Like,
be around believers, be around yeah. other people that you can communicate with and talk about like this, like talking about God. Cause like, then it gets you riled up. Yeah. You can come in here tired and be like, Oh, I don't really want to talk about God. And right. then you talking about me like, Whoa, God's so good. What right. are you doing in your life? Like share your testimony, ask people, Yeah. know that people are watching you and expect them to want them to watch you. Like yeah. you're a walking testimony yeah. of who God is. You did not find him. He called you to himself. He was so intentional with it. Know that God has a purpose and a plan for you. You're going to do great things. Like you're going to do great things. It's impossible not to because of who you are in him. He's going to make it happen if you're willing. Yeah. Yeah. Surround yourself by, with good people. Love. Just love. <laughs> it's a choice. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Just choose to. Don't get caught up in like things that don't matter. You yeah. know, there's so many things that we get caught up in that, that they don't really matter. Just love God. Love people. It's the whole duty of man. Just love him. Enjoy yeah. him. He's to be enjoyed. Yeah. He's yeah. God. He's not He's not like this scary, you know, removed deity in the sky that just only comes down when you're doing something wrong. Like, he wants to hear about your day. Yeah. Tell him. I talk to him all the time. I'm all... Jesus, I have this crush. And he's like, ain't gonna happen. I'm all, okay then. Never, never <laughs> he's like, nope, nope. I'm like, ah. All right, well, anyway, I think this person's cute. That's, is that good enough? You know, whatever. I tell him everything. Yeah, I tell right. him everything. My desires, like when I'm upset, when I'm sad. I just talk to him. Yeah. He wants He wants us to. He yeah. wants us to. Come let us reason together. He wants us to do that. Yeah. Instead of just talking to each other, which is also super important. Talk yeah. to him. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. Gosh, you guys got me all like excited now. Yeah, yeah Trey was like, "Oh, I want to hear how this one's gonna go" because she's like half dead. Was like, mm. Rude, <laughs> Trey, Doctor Trey. Yeah, said Doctor Dre. Doctor, get Dre. it? I called him Trey Psalms one time. Trey <laughs> he didn't like it though. I was like, "Bro, that's good." Like Trey Psalms, like your pastor. Ladies, like, Trey single, know? but you have to go through me because I will be taking applications for him. Okay, I'm just saying, he's a catch. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people recognize that. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I might have to cut, uh, I might have to cut that don't out. Cut that out. Just, don't cut that out, but I'm just saying. Don't cut that out. Pastor Michelle wants to talk to you if you recognize that. Come <laughs> see me. You have so uh, Never mind. I, really I just, yes. We're taking applications. A lot of people gravitate to him. That's yes. all I can say. 100%. Everyday encounters. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Everyday encounters. Oh, my God. Shout out to Trey Sales. He's, just, he's, <laughs> he's getting, getting so plugged. many shout outs. He's getting so many shout outs. I love that. <laughs> he's going to listen to this whole thing. He took my name again? No, I was kidding. Um, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. You are awesome. Um, man, the spirit of God just flows through you when you talk. My goodness. Mm. Um, and I know That's our nice. listeners are catching all of that yeah. uh, from your intimacy time with the Lord. And um, we're so grateful. We're really grateful for you being on air. Uh, it means you. a lot. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, ooh. Yeah. So fancy. <laughs> but I, again, I liked it when you called me elegant. That was all. Mm. <laughs> if you get nothing else, I'm elegant. <laughs> I'm so not elegant. So That's why it's so awesome. <laughs> so much more. That's so great. Oh, man. God, you're so Thank good. You, yes, you're so good. Um, man. I Thank you, Lord, for... Uh, just allowing us to address you, Lord, and and, and talk directly to you, Lord. Um, we don't ever want to get to a space, Lord, where 
where we're acting like you're not in the room. And mm-hmm. uh, I believe that's what we just did, Lord. We, yes, Lord. we just uh, communicated with each other like you were right here having a conversation with all of us, Lord. So I, uh, I pray um, that the listeners um, would just tangibly feel your presence right now, Lord. Um, I thank you that they listened to a whole hour and 30 minutes of this. <laughs> and um, they got something out of it. They got yes, something Lord. tangible that they can apply mm-hmm. to their lives to uh, experience you in a yes, new way, Lord. Um, we thank you and we praise you for all that you are. In Jesus' name I pray. Mm. Amen. 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 Um, random, random plug. Um, I was actually at the club last weekend. Hey! And, <laughs> and I know this sounds so random, but I was wearing my Encounter apparel hey. at the club. Yeah. Had the, uh, the windbreaker, had the jacket on. Nice. And uh, dude, I was just dancing. Dude randomly comes up to me. He's like, bro, your jacket is so sick. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For those of you that don't know, it says for, uh, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And uh, I wore that at the club. Yeah. And I got a, I got some love for you it. Did you hear Yeah. All things to all people. Yeah. Dancing. It was good. I wore that same jacket out in uh, Portland, and I got a few compliments. Yeah. So I, Encounter is, is moving. Jacket that I've had forever. Yes. Well, I was wearing the blue one, but oh, yeah, yeah. Blue, yes. I finally got my so camo funny. one back. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Aww.